Hello, nomads, and welcome to episode 107 of the Nomads of Fantasy. My name is Brandon. I am your host for this episode, but I'm I'm not going to outer space alone. I also brought with me two other guys. Eric? Tell you one thing about the universe, though. The universe is a pretty big place. It's bigger than anything anyone has ever dreamed of before. So if it's just us, seems like an awful waste of space, right? Hmm. So deep. Touching. Beautiful. Yes. Uh, and also Dave. It turns out there's life on other planets. Boy, this is going to really change the Miss Universe contest. You know what I mean? <laughs> oh, God. Was that the Jay Leno <laughs> That was the Jay Leno joke. Jay Leno sucks. Uh, I love how they dropped all the real life people in this, though. Yeah, that was, was a nice touch. Yeah, a lot of weird cameos going on. Yeah, so this is... Uh, yeah, these are quotes from the movie contact by robert zemeckis from yes, 1997 sir. starring jodie foster you got matthew mcconaughey a few stars in this one but uh i i guess i didn't realize zemeckis made a lot of movies i don't think i ever really bothered looking beyond like i like i knew his name but i know his work right i was yeah, like of course yeah i'm That's... a dummy i for some reason i thought no i i guess i knew that spielberg didn't direct back to the future but i kind of assumed he did but i i don't know i think the, he did that he did the back to the future it was movie. the same yeah. with the well forrest back gump back to the future forrest gump is one of my romancing the stone. favorite movies he framed roger time. rabbit who framed roger rabbit like i mean this guy's the got polar, some polar express beowulf i think you, uh, you got caught with the, the cg later on he did that yeah. horrible movie pinocchio yeah <laughs> his yeah. early stuff was really good i think some of the movies between spielberg and zemeckis get conflated because they did a lot of work together i know they did work on like forrest gump together uh and stuff like that so i can see how you might think it would be uh spielberg but yeah, yeah. zemeckis great great body of work yeah, incredible. Um, and what's really cool is like I'm kind of a fan of Carl Sagan. Yeah. And I just think the guy's really interesting. And the more I learn about him, the more I really, really wish that he was around a lot longer than when he, when he passed away at age 62. But he's just this incredibly interesting uh, guy who really pushed uh, interest into outer space with his delivery and his love for it. Did not know he was from like Harvard, switched to Cornell, got really into like just learning about space and right. uh, wrote yeah. a book. And that's what Contact is based off of this move, uh, off of this novel he did with his uh, wife. Um, con it, that Contact is based off of, I mean, it might be called Contact, I don't know. But anyways, uh, just super cool. And I guess when you see this movie, it's a giant love letter too. Obviously, it's based off his book, but they say thank you, his name's on it, mm -hmm. you know. That was cool, um, cool tribute. So it's just... Mm -hmm. yeah but um but anyways uh i know other people like this movie i think we got a couple comments on it from twitter but we also asked another fun question because how can you not ask this question it's a big question especially now with like the news and what's been going on as of this recording in um early summer of 2023 um aliens ufos it's in the news UAPs. UAPs. <laughs> yeah it's it's a fun time to be a alien person. I mean, <laughs> an a alien lot more, person. I don't know, a believer. I don't want to say a believer, but like an ancient astronaut theorist. What do you want to call us? I don't know. Yeah, believe believer is a good word. 
I mean, I know he believes. Not a believer, though. I mean, a whole different. We have some uh, different stances on this podcast. I think Dave and I are the believers, and Brandon might be the skeptic over there. I'm the I'm the skeptic. I have a hard time believing. I'm like Jodie Foster uh, in like in real life. Like I, you I need the I proof. Just need, you need the facts. Proof. Cold I can't hard just evidence. Use faith. But yes, yeah. Then, but but anyways, but like yeah. what, what's cool though is like uh, we had fun with this one and we put it out there and uh, we have a couple stories uh, that we can probably get into and then we'll take a break and yeah. go and uh, you know, talk about the movie. Uh, we'll start with Twitter since the, those will be shorter. We got a couple comments on Twitter, just mostly just asking about the uh, the movie. Um, people gave their thoughts on the movie at Nomads of Fantasy. Uh, uh, driving D van, driving D van, our good buddy says contact is a great movie. I haven't seen it in years, but I still think about the launch sequence and refer the reference, the okay, go okay to go line often. Hmm. That is yeah. a good, it's a good oh shit moment. It is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Tense moment there. Um, and then only one more on Twitter from that's the scuttle. It says, love this movie. Foster was great. And her character's journey was a personal one. That culminated at the end, asking the big question, "What is it that I believe?" Great science fiction. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, science fact. Science fact. Uh, over on our, <laughs> over on our Discord. The if you want to join the slash discord if you want to chat with us there. Um, but we asked for yeah thoughts on the movie and also any you know close encounters that any of our fellow nomads have had in our discord before um and we did get a oh, yeah. we did get a, a few stories um give a, yeah they're, they're great yeah i'll give a, a big shout out to tejas here because uh, he posted a really big long story um but first his thoughts on the movie on contact love this movie it's great acting and jodie foster has always been on my list of favorite actresses the movie leaves me hopeful for life outside our known galaxy and understanding and then he uh gives the, the oh, quote okay. that i did for the only ones out there it seems like an awful waste of space always sticks with me yep um but yeah this this will be our uh quote unquote email section here because it's he posted he posted two good stories here and i think they're worth reading and discussing a little bit because they are interesting um so on ufos he says I thought this was a dream until I mentioned it to my two sisters and they told me they also have memories of this, describing things I didn't tell them. Mm -hmm. In the early 90s in wooded upstate New York, we were returning home after 9 p.m. and my father was looking up through the windshield, head crane, saying, what is that? He pulled off the side of the road uh, directly across from my old elementary school and we got out of the van. Above the park across the street was a completely silent, slowly rotating, greenish-hued, triangular ship quote-unquote yeah with red or maybe white lights at the corners i distinctly remember walking across the road to get a better view and the memory of my father and two sisters standing next to the van in a street light with the floating ship above is burned into my brain forever i would have to think so and then he goes on to say shortly after it started moving away above the mountain upstate new york has slow sloping mountains this mountain has a hang gliding ramp off of it the ship moved out and over the mountain, sped up and split into three, literally shooting off into three separate directions. <laughs> I don't remember, really remember anything after where that. Where in upstate? Wow. I, th- I want to know where this is. I would assume like 
I mean, he's saying like towards the mountains, so like Adirondacks. Maybe yeah. Adirondacks. So my my wife is from Utica, and she had her family has a cabin out there at the base of the Adirondacks, and he's he's right. It's a, it is a very gradual build to these, it, but it's very out there, man. Yeah. I mean, you can barely get a signal on your phone. Just trees and hills forever. Um, That's awesome. He has a another a second story here. Um, it's a secondhand one, not a firsthand experience. This one's a little shorter, but he's yeah. This one was through his mother. Yeah, he says my mother right. lived in a two-floor uh, horseshoe-shaped building at uh, on the end of the tip, meaning she had windows on all three sides of her apartment, okay, about yeah. one mile south from the previously mentioned school. One night, with her windows open and screens down, her cat started hissing, like she had never done before, and jumped in the window, looking directly up. My mom had all the lights off before or being late enough at the night. She said a bright beam came in through a window and moved up and over her apartment. Absolutely no sound outside for machines or anything. Cat hissing and growling. She went from one window to the other, clawing the screens, which my mom showed me after the light came in another window shut off. And the cat slowly calmed down after a bit. She says she wasn't scared, but damn, if it didn't scare me to be told about it. Dude, that sounds like some Schwarzenegger movie shit. I'd be hiding behind walls and right. I don't mean I don't let him scan me. Yeah, the light light just streaming <laughs> in from your window. Yeah, the, I'm thinking right. like one of those RoboCop like lasers that just goes. Well, it, the the thing he says about like it being completely silent too, like yeah, no you, noise, like, right? Because like you you know you it's if not it a was helicopter then right if it was a helicopter or like a you know some like floodlights outside or something you'd think you'd hear some sort of like you know machinery or commotion going buzz on. Or buzz or, yeah, yeah something like that but yeah just having this beam of light come through your window and it being like the well, dead of night completely silent that's some freaky shit it's weird because not all not all unidentified aerial phenomenon is aliens it could be it could be the government <clears throat> i'm from full you know they got shit tucked away in basements and stuff why they're scanning an apartment building in upstate New York? I have no fucking clue why they would do such a thing, but you know, they're not—they're not all aliens. So it's... does does Tejas's story uh, make it uh, you know convince you at all, Brandon? Or well, do you no, think he's a no, liar? But it's like... <laughs> you calling no, Tejas <laughs> one of our biggest fans a liar? Uh, I didn't say anything to his face. Uh, no, tell him to his ears. No, but like. There's no proof. There's no there's no way he can prove any of it. It's just like Maybe she was on LSD. That's all. Maybe. Um it's a good story. Like I, I'm rooting for Larry to be some if it's not aliens, then maybe it could be the abyss where like there's like this other species in the deep water or that lives in the clouds that we just can't see or something like that. Like there could be like some life on this planet we're just another not dimension. Seeing. Multidimensional well, beings that are whatever. Anything, dude. I'm I mean I want there to be these things. Uh, I just, I just think people are lying all the time, you know? And I also think like, so like that story though, like I wouldn't say it's, that would be lying. I mean, he's young. His dad maybe saw, like they could have seen some helicopter, some military could have been drone. Who knows? They probably saw something. It's just hard to make that jump that it's. Well, yeah, the the police didn't see it. The military didn't see it. The other, like. People who study the sky all the time, meteorologists, like weather people, nobody else saw it. But like, 
but then like the areas that are remote, like he's talking about, make it a little bit easier to swallow. Same with right. Bigfoot. Like, like well, that's I what I was saying. Bigfoot, but like if there would have been, it would be there. So I can't rule it out because it's <laughs> all not that stuff. You impossible. don't not believe in it. All that right. like cryptozoology stuff is so interesting to me because yeah, there are just remote parts of the world that we have barely explored. We don't know. We don't know what could be living out there. Or After like the James Webb telescope ocean, just ocean. is like yeah. proving that maybe the universe is older than we think, or there's something going on with like, the first after the big bang like that. There's something wrong with that theory now. Like they keep uncovering stuff. I want them to discover something. I just, I think a lot of people lie, you know, like those. Yeah. yeah it's some, it's hard guys. to sort through the, some people uh, are weird about it, but it's hard to sort through like what are people, you know, doing to seek attention and what are, you know, people actually see, you know, seeing and telling the truth about maybe it's right. not like maybe it's not extraterrestrial, amount... but they saw something, something weird, yes. something unexplained, unexplainable. The right. amount of doctored photos and like the fact that people go through the effort of doctoring photos and making fake UFO photographs and all right. that kind of crap just kind of spoils the water a bit but i mean now we have like congressional hearings about the government recovering spacecraft like shit is actually like and this is coming from dave what do you have in the back of your tv literally... it is like violent what is that oh that is actually indiana jones <laughs> it is indiana jones. jones okay it looks super bloody with the the screen on through your, oh, your webcam yeah, it's my, like a red tip big head in the <laughs> <laughs> sorry you get that if you watch um, the video version it's not a very free, good picture. Free Indiana Jones. That's a yeah, a quarter of it, a quarter of the screen. You can see short rounds head, but no UAPs. I mean, we have people that are in like government agencies, leaving government agencies and talking about how we already have this stuff and we already have everything. So I mean, it's I know I know more than ever before. Like, going serious conversation. Like the 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 channels are having serious conversations about it now but like mm -hmm. there's a difference between there's things that we're seeing we don't know and then my thought is like visiting us this like this like whistleblower guy that is you know spouting all this information david grush yeah like if he was lying i feel like it would do him more harm than good for him to come out with this huge story and just lie about every single thing that he's talking about you know what what would he be doing it for attention yeah and if he was found out i, I don't know i mean maybe i mean i don't maybe know the guy maybe ruined, but... maybe he doesn't have anything to lose but if he has like a family and stuff like that why would he come out and lie about all this crap dude, with the dude, there's you know, crazy people knowing that people can find place. out i guess but this guy is so well decorated like he's a you know, a veteran. He served for the reconnaissance office for a couple of years. This is the quest. This is the, the like, debate. Like, is right he now? telling the truth? Why would he do it? And like, right. I know. I mean, I do. Yes. It's kind of crazy. Hopefully. I mean, hopefully this stuff, like, you know, they can push hard enough to like uncover some of it. Like the government has so much weird secret shit probably going on anyways. Like this is yeah. probably. The I mean, yeah, bringing it back to the movie, like it's the same sort of themes and, plot that we see happen in the movie like you know yeah jodie foster's character is claiming she saw something and there's no way she can prove it so right she just has right. to find some way to make people right. believe that, her. that's all right we can come back to that because i have sure. issues with that wait uh, we have, okay there's well, one more well, funny story okay from jake, no, I, from yeah. jake iverson i can't oh, yeah. Uh, yeah what up jake i can't uh forget this one but he it's a short one he says my ufo story a couple years ago my wife now wife and good buddy were out on the deck it was a warm summer day, perfect weather for day beers turned into night beers. 
we heard yeah. that we heard this crazy <laughs> noise like a loud vibration and it was light enough outside to see something moving crazy quick around no lights but a silhouette in the sky <laughs> my buddy went nuts saying it was a ufo we were all watching it for quite a while dart around until further investigation it was a lot closer to the ground than we thought and was really turned out to just be a really big hummingbird yeah, I was going to say, it sounds like a depth perception. Yep. Uh, he says, as humorous as, humorous as, as humorous, I can't say that word, humorous as it was, we are all very much believers in extraterrestrial life. Right. So, yep. There you go. I'll blame them. You got, you're, we got our, we got a healthy mix of believers and, <laughs> and non-believers. Um, yeah. So. No, that's cool. No, that's cool. It was fun. Uh, just have fun with the topic um, yeah. before we chew on the movie and talk more, I guess, about aliens and stuff. But uh, before we do that, Dave, what are we watching next week? Jaman. Um, next week, is it's going to be the first Nomad Duo, I believe. You guys are watching Journey At the to moment, the West. yes, unless somebody wants to come out uh, I, as a guest. I'm a little jealous. I may watch this during the week, and I may write an email into the podcast and kind of just spout some stuff out for you. But Journey to the okay. West, it's... I don't know how old it is. It's, it's relatively old, new, but... 2012 or something like that. Yeah, I think uh, so. This for, this latest 2013. Yep. 2013, yeah. okay. Which, it looks cool. So um, Sweet. But yeah, we've talked about that a couple of times. It's an old Chinese story. After that, uh, for Independence Day, we're going to watch V for Vendetta. Not quite the United States. I guess it's our independence from England. So I guess it's kind of funny that it's going the other way, but you know, we're nomads. We like to travel to other countries and see stuff. But yeah. Speaking of independence. Uh, yeah. I don't think, the I think we've all seen it. Natalie but it's, been, Portman. it's been a while. It's been a while yeah, since I've, I've only seen it oh, once. Yeah. Me really? too. Okay, good. It's been a long time. So and then after that, yeah, we get into July. We're watching stand by me after that. Ooh, Stephen King, a Stephen King classic, which I mean, you know, we like to switch up our, our, kind of genre that we watch and jump from Schwarzenegger to con to <laughs> contact to anime. So, um, you know, keep shaking it up and, uh, you know, we'll, we'll put out a schedule. Well, we wanted to have fun with the summer. Uh, not that that movie yeah. is fun, but just like, that's a, that's a summer movie. It's a summer it's like movie. A, yeah. It's a coming of age. Yeah. Like summer story yeah. for sure. Yeah. Yeah. You know? So that you want to go find some strange dead bodies. You guys want to see <laughs> yeah. that body? The morbid curiosity a while, of a like, child. Yeah, yeah. It's true. The the kid actors in that are all great too. <sighs> great. Like I remember. Great I actor. remember it being great. It's been a while yeah. since I've seen it. So, but no, that's what we got going into into July. We'll have a uh, calendar out on Twitter uh, around the beginning of the month. Okay. Yep. All right. Well, thanks. Um. Well, then let's um adjust our uh angle on the satellite and see if we can get a better signal. We'll take a break. We'll strap into our chair into our dome and then uh mm -hmm. we'll shoot off into another dimension i'm What's assuming it? that's where she was going uh, ready to go ready to go okay yeah. to go yeah. ready to okay go. okay okay to go okay there to it go. is we're okay, okay to, go. to go after this
we are back. And we're going to talk about a movie called Contact. I know we were getting a little carried away with all that alien talk, but how can you not? Um, there's just a lot to say when you see a movie like this. I, I What I really appreciated seeing this movie, since pff, probably since 1997, um, was how serious they took it. Like it's very realistic. Pretty, pretty yeah, realistic. Believable. So props to Carl Sagan and the and then the, the the crew that made the movie. Like the it it was a it was a nice ride. It's slow in the beginning. I mean, I to, I totally dozed off in the beginning of this movie, and I had to kind of a, pick it up the next it's day. A slow burn. But once it gets going, your heart is kind of like racing a little bit and to the grand finale. So after that first radio message, like yeah, that's after that you kind of just. I mean, before that, it's all kind of character development for uh, J- a lot. Jodie Foster's character, character uh, Dr. Arroway. Yes. Ellie. Here, Ellie, I always think of Jurassic Park. but Oh, I think of Up. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, no, I, I thought that I haven't, this is one of the movies that I may have seen a long time ago, but like over the years, just malted hops and bong resin have clogged my brain <laughs> and I just completely wiped right. this one away. But it's got that cool intersection of like realistic science talking with, you know, religious faith and then politics kind of all mixed in together. And that's what kind of makes it a bit real because, you know, it could you could see things happening in this fashion. So it makes it a little more interesting than just like people running around shooting laser blasters at each other. This is more of like a documentary of what would happen. I think this is probably the perfect time for this movie to have been made because if this movie was made today with the internet, the way it is like they would just be completely focused on like, you know, people going crazy on social media, making fucking TikToks and, you know, viral videos, which whatever, that's a, that's a different take on it. But I like that it was, in the era like right before all the huge internet shit hit like this was like straight up i like the like the 90s technology they're using netscape video to video chat, chat. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, i love that those awesome. in the big chunky computer monitors and like just all the all the big old 90s technology but um but yeah this was the first time i saw this movie and uh yeah it, it's a lot i guess it's a lot different than i thought it would be like i didn't know really at all what it was going to be like going in i didn't know it was going to be like this more realistic take on like aliens did you think more of an adventure i was thinking yeah i was thinking more adventure action like they were gonna be going out and like i don't know meeting the aliens on their planet and like fighting them and yeah whatever but no this was i was pleasantly surprised that it was this much more like grounded take on Grounded. grounded you know what would happen if we discovered, you know, there was life out there on a different planet. Like how would society react? How would, yeah, all these religious groups and politicians react and how would we, you know, handle it? Um, so yeah, I thought, thought it was really good. It's got a lot of cool characters, like interesting characters, like, um, Oh my God, Drumlin! Oh, what is his name? David Drumlin. David, David Drumlin. David Drumlin. That guy, what a prick! God damn it! What a douche! The whole time he's take, <laughs> he's like sh- pushing her down, and then she finally has this massive breakthrough, and he starts taking yeah, credit. He for just it. instantly was like, Fucking "Yep, prick." To the point till he gets him killed. You know, yeah. Like, sorry, there's a spoiler there. Like, please go watch it if you have any interest in seeing a more serious take on if humans contacted 
aliens. Um, I don't think yeah, he like, deserved to die at all, but no, no. But you're, but but like, to get there's no villain over. in the movie. There's, he's really like the only an- antagonist really in yeah. the movie, and because he's he's know. the one that's yeah. Either he's stealing the credit or he's shutting down in the beginning. He shuts down the mm-hmm. survey thing that they got going down and shuts jungle their or whatever. Yep. Yeah, but then yeah, he yeah. swoops back in and takes credit for. It. I was like, oh, that motherfucker! I called him Mister Mustache because I couldn't remember Mr. his name. But... Yeah, what did you think of Matthew McConaughey's character? I I thought he was great. Like I I also wasn't um, expecting him. Palmer Joss. Yeah, Palmer Joss. Palmer yeah. Joss. Reverend Joss, if you will. Um, yes. I wasn't expecting him to play like <laughs> the uh, religious figure in this I'm movie. Ma- I'm the man of the cloth, right? Except minus the cloth. <laughs> I was like, you smooth talking just, son yeah. of a bitch. Right. It's, like, it's, that, it's, I didn't know that was an option. <laughs> it's weird seeing him in that uh, that role, but it kind of works for him because he's he's more he's like a more modern take on like the you know the religious yeah. man. Like he's not. He even said like he's he studied he studied you know uh whatever spirituality or theology or whatever it was um but he didn't want to become a priest because he didn't want i couldn't take the celibacy (laughs) he didn't yeah exactly like like this dude fucks we all know he fucks come on yeah i mean he's a handsome right i mean he does (laughs) god would make me this handsome just to give it up right he has his faith and uh yeah for good reason too i like that we got a little bit of his his backstory because like he he wasn't really a believer at first but then he had this life-changing experience which sort of made him a believer which obviously is the entire thing with Elliot kind of mirrors her experience later on but mm-hmm. um yeah I thought I thought him and Ellie were a good uh pair like they were sort of opposites but in this case opposites did attract you know with with they, they had different ideologies but like the way they went about them was in a, in a they, similar fashion. They respected each other. Yeah, That's exactly. The they respected each respect. other's beliefs, right? But this was this came out in 97. Uh, I'm looking at Matthew's IMDb page. His first thing is an Unsolved Mysteries episode in 1992. Oh, shit. So this I love like Unsolved Mysteries. Early, early in his, yeah, early, early <laughs> in his career. Like he's got some a couple things on here, but it doesn't look like anything really like Serious. He's got Days and Confused and a Texas Chainsaw Massacre movie, but so this was his like, first like big major role. It seems like it was like probably yeah his first like serious. Look at me, I'm an actor, and he's just popping out of the woodwork constantly in this movie. Just like hey, he's still the same guy though. Like he's yeah. the same dude he, in every he's, movie. He's late to a meeting at the White House about contacting aliens right. he just shows up sorry i'm late let me uh, interject here he can't like he has like the perfect timing you can tell it's a novel though. yeah yeah like he's it, you can if you read novels like you can see how because the, there's a whole other layer with um hammond oh, oh the that rich, guy's name the, the rich really rich guy the Hadden. billionaire s.r Hadden. just like the in like there. the tesla he's like the yes eccentric billionaire he just fucking yeah, puts in space. Like, <laughs> yeah, and he, but he's like funding her and pushing her along. Uh, yeah, was, just like this character, like that's something you would read in a book. I got a really like just so many characters, really weird, creepy like Bond villain vibe from him when you when you first meet him. He's just like on his airplane that yeah. he never lands and is always moving. <laughs> he's like, "There's nothing like, left on the ground for me. I'm just gonna live in the air now." <laughs> like, what the fuck? Who does that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But then his like backstory on Ellie, where he like knows everything about her and said that her dad was like 
Like I, I got some weird vibes from that. Like did was her dad a plant that like set her up to be? I was thinking the uh, same an thing. An astronomer. Yeah, I kind of had like, that thought too. The way he was explaining it made it seem like her dad set her on this path. You know, it was like he, like he was a plant, like he wasn't her real dad or right. something like it that. Was, like, yeah, it, seemed... it was a weird vibe. Yeah, I got that. I got that impression too when he first met up with Ellie. So it's interesting you say that because I I also was thinking about that, and I was thinking about how um, is her dad an her alien? Dad, mm-hmm. When her dad died, she ran to go get uh, medicine. Mm-hmm. But it looked like he stopped taking his medicine, or unless you bulk up, I don't know. Probably like, he died of a specific heart attack, and uh, he had all that medicine there. And I was like, should there should there be that many? I mean, he had like, and it's just it's, he's got to have a stat. He had what? So it was nitroglycerin was the medicine, which is for like pulmonary heart disease or whatever. So oh, like, damn. if you stop taking it, you're basically you're fucked. You know? Oh, okay. Okay. All right. Because like, oh, I wonder if he did this on purpose because of something bigger. I thought, all right, but well, then, then that, that makes sense then. Yeah, Ellie got right. de- dealt a pretty bad hand. I mean, her mother died in, in childbirth. Her dad was the only one that he that she had. And then I thought it was so weird and like a little bit unrealistic. Like when her dad died and they were having like the wake at their house. Who was taking care of her at that point? She was just by herself. Oh, they all like, ignore her. Yeah, I know. It was She's so just... weird. She was, it was very weird. She was just Don't you on have her an own. aunt yeah. or a cousin or a grandmother? Anybody? No relatives. <laughs> nope. Next to you the whole day? Like Is she just living in this house by herself now, <laughs> taking care of herself? Yeah. She just goes on the radio and starts talking to complete strangers. Yeah. So. Uh, what, one other character I want to hit on that stood out to me. Uh, I think this might be a, a debut, but uh, James Woods. Uh, oh my his gosh, character is Michael Woods. Kitts. Yeah. So... He's always like a guy you just want to punch in the face, you know. Yeah. At least to me, he is. Like I like the actor. Um, if you, you know, he's been in some pretty good roles, but this movie, so smug. Uh, well, if you if you told me he was a dick in real life, I would believe it. Which he, he might, right? He, he may very well be. I don't. I'm not sure. Ooh, piece of candy. Ooh, piece <laughs> of candy. Uh, that's all I can think of. I only um, think of uh, fucking Hades from Hercules when I hear that voice. Like, that's all I can think of. But. He's Hades? Yeah, from Hercules. Yeah, Disney. Oh, oh shit. Yep. Yeah, you can tell by his voice. Uh, and then I guess I'll, I'll I'll call out Willem Fichter. That guy is from Buffalo, like us. Um, Every is that movie the blind that guy? Watched, he's the he's blind. He is the blind guy in the movie. Yeah. What else is he in? I know time. he's. Uh, he's the beginning of uh, the Dark Knight. Okay. Uh, he was in Armageddon. So uh yeah he's been in a bunch of stuff he's one of those guys that you see all the time but he never stars in anything yeah never the lead i felt that way about ellie's dad in this david yes yes same same bad guy i've seen his face in a thousand things but yeah it's it's tough but um yeah it was kind of cool that uh some some buffalo people uh angela bassett or bassett uh who was like the president's uh Aid. Oh whatever. yeah. Yep. She was so good. that was pretty cool. Um Jake Busey, which just Busey. like his dad, just yeah. by the mouth of his. Yep. Uh plays He's a creepy, pretty important creepy part. looking yeah. fuck. Yeah. I was wondering because he looks super familiar and I couldn't tell where he's from, but he does have that Busey face. Yep. Yes. Yeah. So he's huh. he's been around. He's been doing things for a while. And then obviously you have the lead, which is Jody Foster, who was she was great. Um Yeah. 
she had to sell some scenes. You know, she, she did a pretty good job. Like when she's in that unit at the very end, she's got a shake and like, all right, I could see this. She's trying to be very like scientific and like focused on, on her mission. Yeah, that. And- but like she's really just got a camera in front of her. They're doing a lot of CG around her to like make it seem like she's going places. So it's, it's like she did a pretty good job because everything else is more or less just char- like character driven. Her talking to people. And- well, she had a she couple went- good dramatic scenes. Yeah. When she's trying to get money from those people. Right, that's the one starts, I was thinking of. She starts of. to snap. Yeah. That's the one. And she's got that. I don't know. I never thought she was like super hot or anything like like attractiveness wise. But she's very believable in her roles. And she's got that like she can be a nasty bitch I when think, she wants yeah, to. She's a strong, to her, like, strong female yeah. character for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's a great lead. Uh, I mean, mm-hmm. Jodie Foster's one of the big names. Yeah, this is a, a good role for her. Um, she had to do a lot of uh, facial expressions, trying to holding things in and being intense. Like, you fucking are talking to aliens. Let's, what are we doing here? And everybody's just like, in her eyes, just like, it's obviously me. Put me in charge. She keeps calling the right things. Like, she is an expert. She's literally dedicated her life to this, and she finally gets a hold of aliens. Every time there's a and, puzzle to solve, she's the one solving it, too. Yeah. Like, or or that rich guy, um, you know. Yeah, he helped. And, yeah. But, Which was really cool. I love, I love the... Uh, I love the aliens, like, sending us information, and they're trying to decipher it. I love that cracking the code and that was really, really cool figure that out because i mean it started out you know they're they just hear the signal and then yeah it it sort of builds um as you go because they notice like it's a pattern oh shit these are prime numbers and then all of a sudden like oh there's other channels there's a fucking radio or a tv broadcast coming through and it's hitler <laughs> like the 1936 olympics the intro did what you guys think of that intro i thought this was a great intro that was that was oh, cool. The where they were, galaxy? yeah, because they were. Well, it was. I don't know if you noticed, like oh, the they universe. they zoomed they zoomed out. So when they were started at Earth, it was like modern radio transmissions. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But the further you got out, the further you went back in time, which makes sense since the radio waves that are way out in space are like old from like you know this Hitler broadcast from 1936 or whatever, and this is what the aliens are receiving. On uh, whatever it was, whatever the star is called, yeah, v- Vega. Yeah. V- v- Vega, because they call them vegans. Yeah, they, right. <laughs> well, they call them vegans, but that God like the subtitle said like Sometimes vegans. I'm like, oh, well, that's weird. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. But no, that was cool. I like the intro, vegans, and it was yeah. like, um, it was weird because they. I don't know if they were trying to do this. Uh, at at one point, they kept zooming out in the intro, and it went like silent. And there wasn't any radio transmissions or anything. And then all of a sudden, it comes in with this huge, like, blast of noise. So that, that gave me a little jump scare. Yeah. Yeah, I would it was jump like, at the beginning of this. Very loud. Same thing, too. Yeah. But. I know, because I was, like, turning the volume down. I'm like, what the hell? <laughs> and then I had to turn it back up after that for the rest of the movie. Uh, yeah, but I thought that was just a long, long intro. Like, they're they're trying to make a point with this movie. Like They take their the time. Universe is, People, it's a big here's, place. The that, here's the thing that I've learned with people who struggle um, understanding. I gotta be careful with my words here, but let's say people who think the world is flat or they think that the Earth is only like five thousand years old or whatever. Dumb dumbs. Is it, it's dumb well, dumbs. It's it's. I think it's a, a lack of understanding the scale of things, like how right. big things really are. Because people look and they're like, how how could it be that big? But 
Like the moon is so far. I don't know how true this is, but I, I've tried to look it up on, I don't know, like some websites, but you just, I don't know. I'm not I've a got Google ready. But the moon is so far from Earth that if you could, if you could pull all the planets together, you could put them in between Earth and the moon. That's including Jupiter, uh, Saturn, Uranus, Neptune. Those are big ass planets. Yeah. That's how far our moon is. That's how our moon. Then to go to Mars. Okay. It's so far. So it's All... just things are really big. That's what they're trying to show in that intro. How fucking yeah. big. That is correct. The universe it, it, is. That is correct. You can fit all of the planets in between the Earth and the Moon, but you have to tilt Saturn at a forty-five degree angle to make it fit. For the rings, for the to rings fit. to fit. Yeah. Okay, but yes, okay. you could actually do that, that's, dude. Yeah, that's that impressive. that perspective. Wow. Yeah, with that with that zoom out too. Yeah, because it starts it starts obviously on Earth, zooms out to our solar system, then the Milky Way, and then once they get out of the like out of our galaxy, you just see like millions and millions of other galaxies out and there each of those and galaxies has millions just, of planets and each of those exactly millions of, planets. Millions of solar it's, systems it's crazy it's, when you actually start to think about it and consider it like it it hurts your brain it does it scares it's a good you a little bit start, but it's a good way to start your your get your head in the right head space right. so you can understand what she's trying to solve it's like it's if knowing it's that mm-hmm. big that's my i mean that that was all i mean the the main quote of this movie like if it's you know if it is just us out here it's a lot of wasted space like that's what i've always thought about when i think about like there has to be intelligent life somewhere even out there in this huge vast universe that we live in. even like, if it's a point right. zero 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 one percent chance like there are that many planets out there that like there's probably multiples <laughs> like right. it's insane i choose yeah i i can't i can't just I can't believe, much like Ellie in this movie, I can't accept the fact that it's just us in this huge, like, endless universe. I, you know, and that's that's kind that's of where the, my... Like, that's the science aspect of it, but then you get to the faith right. aspect of it, which is, you know, yeah. some people believe in divine creation, so, you know, they just think it's just us, so... And I actually looked it up because they, they had a... Thing like ninety five percent of the world believes in a higher power or something like that, and I actually Googled it to see. It can't be that high. As of twenty ten, it looks like it was. going to say maybe it's lower nowadays. Eighty four percent as of twenty ten, which and like it, that's ambiguous too. Like some higher power that doesn't necessarily sure. mean Christianity, God, you know, or specific well, religion. Like, sure, or specific plopped religion. everybody down like, Do you think there's something else going on than what's going on? Right. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Uh I get that. No, the the religious part, I mean, I don't believe in gods and I I don't believe in aliens coming to earth. And, I mean, like, Dave and I people. both grew up Catholic. I don't know about right? you, Brandon. Yeah, but, but I don't I don't believe <laughs> I did a little I don't bit, believe it anymore. I, and but... I had a born again Christian in the family right. and I, I I'm very aware of the thought process of, of all that stuff. I but like I just I just I I ask myself this often. You know, because I do think about this stuff like if there is a God, then he's letting all these bad things happen and all these good things happen. And it's just like that is very scary because he's in control of our lives. And do I like that? And then it's like, but if there's not a God and this is it and we are just like either like this fluke on this planet or we do exist, but we're like 
so far away from each other that we'll never be able to talk right. to each other. Light years away. It's just like, is yeah. that what's which one's scarier to me? You know, because it's like well, one of it's going to be one of those one one of those scenarios. I think, and that's what this movie brings up too. That's exactly why religion is created. Story. That's exactly why religion has been created. Is because well, it answers yeah. it gives us yeah, it gives us comfort. It gives us hope that we're not alone. That there is something after we. Right leave this Why world are we here yeah exactly gives us a reason right. for our existence and i can you know i can definitely yeah. understand that perspective and and that's what ellie's trying to figure out through you know throughout this whole movie too because she's struggling with that she's like no i need scientific proof that your god exists or else i'm not gonna believe it and then which was the you know right. she goes i no, i was gonna say you can finish i was just yeah she goes through this whole like it's not a religious experience but you, it might as well be for her because it's yeah. her own experience and nobody else so, believes yeah. her. And that's what Jesus is to people. Exactly. And that's, you know, it's a personal It's the whole thing. Occam's yeah. razor thing that they talk about before because she gives yep. it to him earlier. And, you know, mm-hmm. he just says like he, he just does. And then later she when she's on trial, she's doing the exact same thing that he was doing earlier. But this brings up one of my gripes. Yeah. Okay, let's hear it. Why didn't they put somebody else into the fucking thing and drop it after she came back? Like, it fell into the yeah. water. Like you, sure. why was it a one? Why yeah, was it you a spent a trillion thing? dollars on this fucking thing? Do another person. Send another person out there. So she asked the alien at the end, like, "Can we do this again?" And he says, "Not for a while." Yeah, that's like, what I, small but, steps. Mm-hmm. Or they whatever. didn't try. I don't know. That was one thing. I'm like, <laughs> I don't know. Dude, sign I'm, the next yeah, I'm person curious. up. Sign the next person. See if this chicken. A lot alive. of it. They're afraid that somebody could die. I think again, like they're more worried about like somebody dying. Where she's not, she's willing to risk her life. She's like, she's literally will, well, willing to risk her own life to figure this if this will work. They know something. And they're they like, maybe they got lucky though. with her. Well, they they don't. I mean, they well at the end they do. Static. Yeah. Eighteen like, hours. Right. Eighteen yeah, hours. Right. Yes, please. Eighteen eighteen hours. Like, shit. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like that's right. There's definitive. Proof I like right that. There. There's 18 seconds. Right. Like, yeah, right. that's you like know, the that's drop. Like a fluke, but like 18 hours of static. Like, like how does Ellie not note like, wall? I don't know. They just didn't tell her that, but like that's that's a big thing. I'm sure. Like it's you got to think about like like politics and stuff. Like she risked her life going through this thing. She was willing to do it. I'm sure someone else maybe would be willing to do it as well. Yeah. But like. I don't know. People people will uh, believe whatever they see. They saw her just drop straight through and nothing happened when she dropped through the rings and they just are like, okay, didn't work, you know, whatever. So they're not going to they're not going to do it again. They're not going to risk somebody else's life to, you know, just prove a point. And they they're just writing Ellie off as like, you know, she had a hallucination or whatever. But they do leave it ambiguous saying like, yeah, there was 18 hours of static video on this thing that is something so they gotta yeah. send another contact to send another person through <laughs> electric no, this is one where it's like you're you're led to believe it like you can write the rest of that story you know because like we've we were there we saw the aliens mm-hmm. and they explained they had a little world building it was cool like you know it was technology that was given to us before us like i also imagine like these where they went these wormholes these channels these paths whatever she traveled through are controlled yeah. by someone. So maybe if they did it again, it wouldn't work. You know, it space. might not work. 
Right. It might not and... work the same way that it did the first time. So I don't know. Yeah. It's yeah, it was it was interesting. The whole uh like dream like alien sequence was interesting because they didn't show what the actual aliens looked like. Like this was just like a manifestation of what would because like they they I'm trying to think of there's another movie that did this like a way for her brain to understand what she was seeing. Like if she saw what they actually looked like, her brain might not be able to process it and she might go yeah, like insane. Yeah, I'm thinking of like the Matrix or something. But like, yeah, so she they presented it in a way that sh- her brain could understand with her dad and her. Which and is Pensacola what angels do. Right. Right. Exactly. So, yeah, it's I thought I thought that was a really cool interpretation. Oh, cool story. Yeah. For sure. They're not just showing these little green men talking to her. That would have been much less interesting well, if she traveled to this weird alien planet and then a couple little green men were like, yeah, <laughs> why do you kill each right, other? Right, exactly. You know, like, lame, come on. Why did you contact us? You contacted us. We were just listening. And there are others? Many others. travel here through that transit system that you built we didn't build it we don't know who did no they were gone long before we ever got here maybe someday they'll come back all the other civilizations that you find they come here not all is this some test no no tests You have your mother's hands. You're an interesting species. An interesting mix. You're capable of such beautiful dreams. And such horrible nightmares. You feel so lost. So cut off. So alone. Only you're not. See, in all our searching, the only thing we found that makes the emptiness bearable is each other. What happens now? Now? You go home. Home? But I have so many questions. Do we get to come back? This was just the first step. In time, you'll take another. But other people need to see what I've seen. They need to see. This is the way it's been done for billions of years. It's a good, I mean, Carl Sagan's book. Like, I kind of want to read this now just to kind of see. Carl Sagan, man. Um, To see how close of an adaptation it actually was. Um, Because, I mean, I think that's kind of where some of the groundedness comes from, is from you know, Carl. And I actually wrote down like, cause I didn't know that this was based off of him. And my last note is who is Carl with like eight L's after it. Carl. I was like a Carl from walking dead. Carl. Yeah. But you, Carl. Dave, you know who Carl Sagan is, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Super cool. He's a major stoner. Did you guys know that? I yeah. Could, I'm not he so wrote, nice Yeah. That. His wife, uh, I think still got to expand his mind is like pushing for like, uh, changing laws and stuff like that but um 
uh, reformation and stuff like that and marijuana laws. But hmm. He uh, wrote stuff all the time. He said it was like he would just get his brain to think in a certain way and he would start wondering. Yeah. That was like his strength was just to wonder. Ever wonder what a it's galaxy is? It just <laughs> goes on to it. A very like he's like uh, Mister Rogers for space or something like that. Just do you know what really uh, super? I watch some of those old. You know what really fucked me up one time. Uh, I don't know this. This for some reason you talking about this made me think of this. Um, one time I was watching like a uh, Neil deGrasse Tyson thing. Um, yeah, the Cosmos. I mean, that's what Carl Sagan he hosted it now. Yeah, and he said like he put it in perspective Tyson's. like. The entire, if the entire history of the universe could fit in one calendar year, the span of humanity would be the first second of the first, you know, day of the first year. That's how right little time humanity has been existing in this universe. Right. Like, yeah. Putting it in that perspective, just like any, you know, it just blows my mind. It just takes one second. Any other that came like any time before us, and that's like another civilization, right? That, like, it, that's all it takes. There is an incredible, incredible YouTube video uh, that shows time on Earth. Uh, it's well animated. It's got a great uh, narrator to it. It's it's called um the channel is like called In a Nutshell, mm-hmm. uh, and the video is like time. So if you look that up, you'll see this awesome video and the way it shows time. And like our moment, and then like when pyramids were made, when dinosaurs existed, when Earth, like all that stuff, uh, super interesting. Uh, and it just it yeah, it gives you a good perspective on like hum like humanity on on this planet, and how fragile we are, and like yeah, like we got to get our shit together. We got to be nice to each other. We got to take care <laughs> yeah. of the planet that we're on because we don't know, you know, how long we can last on this thing. I don't know where are we going. You know, it's. Which is why I think us knowing about aliens is a good thing, because maybe oh, it'll get everybody to I, fucking unite. Yes, dude. Absolutely. Like maybe. Like, I, you think in today's modern society that that's going to unite people together? It, you know. I mean, it worked in The Watchmen. I don't know. <laughs> I'm just thinking like all those like uh, like the uh, like Jake Busey's character in this movie, the religious zealots, you know, that are like mm-hmm. trying right. to sabotage the uh you know any research or anything that goes against their beliefs and what they hold like true this is the one true god anything else is blasphemy you know like there are people out there that that think like that and those are kind of the people that will drag us down and that's why i mean you need irrefutable evidence you need a you need a ufo over the white house and Aliens being like, yeah. up, even then it's Hang like, the window, I don't know. There, the people could still deny it in some way. I like that know. scene where she's in the car and the news is broken to the world, and yeah. um, she's just looking out the window of all the different kinds of people and how they're reacting to it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, yeah. Different. Everyone has a stage. I mean, yeah, you see that crazy guy um, preaching and stuff like that, and they make eye contact, which is cool because uh, in that scene she rolls her window up, and as she rolls it up, it reflects in him. They're like looking at each other. So yep. she gets mm-hmm. she gets a good that look a good at him, shot. so it makes sense. It's like she saw him one time. She she kept seeing this guy. Like, how do you yeah. not like look at him? He's like super tall, blonde. And he's outside of the teeth. outside of the gala. Yeah. Yep. Wow. And then, well, speaking of that shot, you sent you sent that link in Discord today about they call it the shot the when impossible she's a little girl. Shot. Like there are mm-hmm. some really there are some really cool things that um, they did camera work wise and just shot yeah. wise. Um, 
like it it looks like it's her it is her running at the at the camera when her dad dies she yeah. it goes in slow mo and she's running towards at the, the camera. camera but then they fake the it medicine. and they put that onto the medicine cabinet with like a green screen is that how they did it i think so yeah, yeah. And then, so when she opens up the mirror, it's the mirror of her running at the, at the camera. It's kind of mind melting a little. It bit. It is trippy. But, the first yeah. time I saw it, yeah, because it like transition into the mirror. Yeah, she then she shuts it and it goes to the shot of her and her dad, like the, slowly, the picture. Yeah, mm-hmm. but yeah, that was cool. And now that it, I know that it's green screen, I guess it's a lot easier to make that shot. But that mm-hmm. is that is some fucking it's wizardry like- of the camera. And for like 1997, uh, all the shots of the big station the out CG in the CG looked uh, it was pretty, pretty good. good. Yeah, pretty good. I think the floating compass was kind of wishy washy yeah. towards the end, yeah. but like everything around it, I, I thought was pretty interesting. There, there was the one shot when they were down in like the the jungle in the very beginning, where you could tell that they were very definitely sitting on a set and they had yes, like a big painting behind them. I was like. Is this going to be like this, this whole movie? But no, like most of the stuff that after that, like everything I couldn't really tell. It looked like it was all shot on location with, you know, real yeah. stuff. Yeah. Yeah. The only thing was like, obviously the big machine was CG, which yeah, didn't. Which looked good. Looked good. Yeah. Yeah. You Even know. like the big explosion thing. Like a lot of times like that kind of, you can see the age of things when they're yeah. you know, a little bit older, but. I like, that felt like, um. It reminded me of old '90s sci-fi big-budget movie, like the reveal of the station, because like we know it's being made. They finally figure out how mm-hmm. it's gonna be made. Alien sent like some kind of uh, structure that could either do something like, oh, it could, it could, it looks like we could drop somebody and it'll teleport them or whatever. Mm-hmm. And they start putting it together, but now that there's this massive structure out there. The way they revealed it was like kind of not as good as Jurassic Park when you see like the first dinosaur with next to the trees and stuff like that. But mm-hmm. still, like there's a build up. It's like there it is, and it's just like yeah, dude. Because nowadays I think it's fucking huge. Nowadays everything's just like so that. epic, and I thought that was like a because the movie it's slow and to get to this point, it's like mm-hmm. all right. Because we didn't at that point we didn't know like I was wondering what does this fucking machine look like? You know how big yeah. is it? I thought right. it was just gonna be like a little you know little transport they don't ship talk about that would big. blast yeah. you off into space yeah but no it's this fucking huge crazy twirling ring thing and you drop a little pot in it so yeah i thought that was yeah i agree that was cool apparently uh the visual effects involved says here almost every major effects house from the time with newbies from sony imageworks to industrial light and magic so well i believe it wow. I mean, yeah they yeah. definitely look good brought big budget what was A-game. the uh what was the budget of this movie? I don't think we uh, said uh, in the beginning. Budget was ninety. Box office was one seventy one. So almost okay. doubled. Nice. Okay. Which ninety seems high for the amount of like practical, like real life acting and stuff that's in this. But I guess it's ninety seven. You got a you got a lot of the space stuff towards the end gets a little extensive. So yeah, it reminded well, me that of, was a lot of the CG there. Reminded me a little bit of. Uh, 2001 not quite as uh like when she's going through the wormhole and stuff and yeah. like a lot of trippy shit is happening like her face is getting like split off yeah. a little bit and she's seeing all these weird things it reminded me a little bit of 2001 but uh not quite as uh gratuitous i would say what yeah. did what did you guys think about they they did the same thing that zemeckis did in 
they did Forrest Gump in 94 and then Contact in 97, but he used the same technique of using real-life footage in this yeah. one. I was, with, yeah, that was cool. I thought like, it, yeah, it made it more I liked real. It too. Uh, I, I agree. So, um, so for, like, Clinton, did they get, like, just, like, generic stock footage of him doing speeches no, it, and stuff? Uh, several shots of President Bill Clinton were used, including a speech in which he discussed the impact of a suspected meteorite from Mars. Okay. That doubled nicely cool. for a first contact speech. Because I was like, there's no but, way they got Bill Clinton to do a like a, a thing for this movie. So they, yeah, where do you so want they just me? cut around. Camera loves me. Which one am I looking at? <laughs> they cut around. Yeah, they cut around I'm real life footage. Magnet. <laughs> yeah, right. We know, we know, Bill. We know. But even in Forrest Gump, like he like recreated like JFK and stuff for that scene with uh you know tom hanks and him meeting jfk and yeah everything. yeah like but, I, I was kind of cool how they like you don't see that a lot too where they reuse some of the like normally kind of footage stuff it, it's it's weird because like yeah clinton was the president at that time at the movie at the time this movie was released but like normally when they do a movie with a president it's just like a fake president with mm-hmm. you know, an actor or whatever Generic. so it's weird seeing a real yeah. life like this there is was- period accurate bill clinton but it was weird there was only like when he was on tv and giving the speech and stuff like that that looked perfectly fine but when he goes into like the white house and everybody stands up and he sits down and you can tell that it's him just like superimposed with oh, the yeah. table behind him and the guy yeah. sitting there just like oh, yeah. leaning out yeah dude. Yes. Like, it was it was a pretty funny one like yeah, that one I, yeah. I chuckled at a little yeah. bit but yeah it's i think it's a super cool touch because they had uh i mean you had what did we say Jay Leno was in it. Uh, we mm-hmm. had yep. Larry King. Larry King, yep. yep. There's a couple other just like random like TV news anchors or whatever. Uh, Rob Lowe. Yeah, Rob was Lowe in was this. randomly like, in it. Just like popping uh, up on weird TV. character, like, yeah. Like that was like, and he had maybe like a minute. He, like he's in another scene, but he's, he's just in those two scenes and but that's people it. talk over him. Yeah, he has like mm-hmm. no role really. Yeah. Yeah. So. It's kind of cool. Yeah. A, I mean, that those little touches started. make it feel a little bit more uh, realistic too, you know, because they're using real world people that we recognize, and you know, so it it makes it it does make it feel like you know this is actually you know something that happened. So I thought that was pretty effective. I mean, how many years is it now? It's over twenty five years old. Twenty six. Twenty six years old. Oh wow! So. Yeah. Why are you like, like that? <laughs> yeah. I mean, quarter of a century. Like this movie, I think this movie held the fuck up. Like, yeah, yeah. I would say so. going back and looking at it, I think being more grounded, more serious, based off of Carl Sagan's work, it helps it though. You know, yeah, yeah. I think it was. Sure. I mean, you know, even when she put her uh, headset on and with the the cameras on something like that, mm-hmm. usually that stuff looks ridiculous. That looked pretty bare bones. Like mm-hmm. it looked like yeah. it was a little bit longer than it needed to be, but. Like yeah, that's pretty cool. Like it was yeah, small just, enough. Again, it was still, still it was it was still believable. You know, for you the, get those old computers. Time. Like, mm-hmm. I wonder if the Gen Zers or all those kids would like look at those computers and be like, "What the fuck is that?" Like, yeah, right. It, like Eric, you still remember all those from when you were a kid, but like even the yeah. younger kids, like, what's a three and a half inch floppy? What is right. that? Right. Some sort exactly. of record. Oh, just saying uh, old tech. Yeah. Well, it yeah. is interesting because it's all around us. You go to hit save. It's a old floppy disk. Right. Yeah. It's just, yeah, it's synonymous. But it's like, it's like from dated tech and like nobody mm-hmm. uses it. Well, it's like the same thing with 
with like the uh, phone icon, like on our smartphones. It it's still a, looks like a phone, <laughs> like an analog phone, but like kids these Very days weird. don't know what a real phone looks like. They just know what a, right. a smartphone looks like. Right. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's so true. I'm looking at it right now on my like, computer. Yeah, you're right. There's ones. There's the videos. The camera on is like an old school camcorder. Yeah, exactly. Kids using kids using like old tech. Like kids trying to figure out how to use a rotary phone, and like they they got no fucking idea. They had a rotary phone in this movie too. I, I noticed that Jodie Foster they? was where Jodie Foster was. Uh, she called someone. Is that the hotel or something? No, she, it's when she was out in uh, fucking whatever, wherever, wherever the satellite was in the mm. beginning. Like you thought she was gonna call Matthew McConaughey because he left her his number, but she actually called uh, the blind dude Kent, I think his name was, who, and she told him like, "Oh, we're gonna start our own thing." Um, but yeah, she had a, she was mm-hmm. using a rotary phone there. So I thought yeah, that was nice. funny. Classy. One other thing that I thought was kind of cool was because uh, they they put like they modified the alien design a little bit to put like safety restraints and harnesses in there when that wasn't in the original design. And okay. like that's the reason like she was feeling all these crazy vibrations is because she was like harnessed into the you know, into the oh. chair. Should she remember, just be standing there? She should just, yeah, she should just be free floating. Cause I noticed as, that that was a nice touch. She was feeling those crazy vibrations and then she unhooked herself and she was like, cause she, that's what, that's the moment when she saw the floating compass and she noticed like, Oh, the compass is just floating there at, you know, peacefully still. So she unhooked herself from the chair and then like not a minute later, the chair fucking like, you know, gets smacked s- into the, goes to the ceiling. ceiling so yeah. if she stayed in their oh. chair, she would have been, she would have been fucked. So no, I just thought that was well, kind of maybe. Cool. Yeah, I don't know. That's weird. I didn't really make but that. She was arguing. Thought... It's just like don't mess with what they right. said. Like, they know like, what they're doing. We have to do this. Like we can't have any more casualties. We need to keep you safe. Like bottom line is like this is the most basic thing. You can't argue. We're putting you in this seat. It'll be safe. And that's mm-hmm. it. Cannot debate this. And um, huh. she was right again. She's constantly yeah. right. But she's like just exactly. Like, they, why would they go through all this effort just to make something that would like make us? Right, just trust like, their design. Yeah, it is. It is nice that the aliens are so kind. Like they're, they're just like, yo, what up? Like you'll figure it out, little buddy. High fives. Right. Send you back. Like it's not like we're yeah. gonna come and well, they make a good you for your resources. It's just, just you know, chill they say bro that. aliens. They say that, and they make a good point. That's like, would we go out of our way to you know oh. demolish an ant hill in Africa, you know, or whatever? But you know, they come back with a counterpoint, like. Would we feel bad about demolishing some anthill in Africa? Which was right. a good counterpoint, but it's like, why would they go through all this trouble just to so we could blow ourselves up or whatever? You know? Right. Yeah. No. It's a movie that gets you thinking, man. It's a it's I love movies that make you think, you know? Even if you're one side or the other, like you can't you can definitely see both sides because in the end, she has nothing nothing but faith in what she saw. And she sounds mm-hmm. just like anybody else who saw the light at the end of the tunnel or discovered Jesus or discover whatever God or thing that they believe in, you know, and a lot of people have this and now she does in her own way. Yep. So it's, it's a good, it's a good, um, I don't know. It's a good theme, you know, it's yeah. a good, it's good for people to see both sides and not be so angry at the other don't go! Don't go strapping bombs on you and throwing yourself at people and blowing up. What's wrong with you? Chill, don't do that. Shut the fuck out. Let yeah. everybody have their. Everybody's allowed to have their own shit. 
The world does not belong to you. That's right. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. I, I got. Oh, go oh, ahead, Dave. Go ahead. No, I just got. I was going to close <laughs> out my side. Uh, Jodie Foster has said that she's met a lot of people that this movie, like women that this movie has inspired to like women to get into STEM, women to get into other stuff. I thought that was just a random cool thing that, you know, throw in there. It's just that I guess this like for the time, I guess this movie wasn't made earlier because audiences couldn't really, their brains couldn't grasp that there was a woman without kids or a husband. And that what really this movie was apparently in production hell for a while. But like the fact that this came out so long ago and she's just like an independent, strong woman and she inspired people to get like inspired women to get into like science and technology. I'm like, that's fucking awesome. Like, yeah. Well, I was thinking that, yeah, a little bit too. Cause like, she is this strong female lead. She's the head of this, you know, huge science project, this huge discovery that could change the yeah. course of humanity. But there is this man opposing her in uh-huh. Drumlin. Stealing her shit. Exactly. Oh, yeah. Oh, so, yeah. Like, like, when she has to would... go and say, like, I don't believe in God. I need proof. And then they can't say, oh, I believe in God. Right. I believe. I believe in God. I believe in humans. There's and... always this man, this other, you know, figure, man, opposing her. So, yeah. But I think in the end, I mean, well, Dr- Drumlin gets, you know, we know his fate, but. Yeah, but McConaughey does the same thing. He has the ability to make one thing. He yeah. can say one thing and get her. Uh, I mean, he's doing it for love. He ultimately is doing it because he cares about her and he they, they have a connection. But still, it's just like, dude, like you keep interfering with her life. She, I mean, it saves her life, but she still was you know, trying to be the one to be picked in the, in the competition to be sent to talk to the aliens. But yeah. Um, Thank God for the creepy old man. But yeah, no, good for her. And it's a, it's a good role. I, I still think it fails the Bechdel test. I don't think there's one scene where she talks to another female. That's not about a man. She may have talked to, um, the, the the lady in Congress or the, the president's helper lady. Angela They were, yeah, they had a, uh, very professional relationship. Maybe. Okay. All right. So one thing that I, uh, this again, I don't know if this relates to the Bechdel test, but always when there's a man and a woman like Matthew McConaughey and, you know, Jodie Foster's character, when they first met, they fucking they hopped into they kissed and they hopped right into bed with each other. Oh yeah, like, quick, dude. Why? They're laying in bed and she's just sitting there staring at him. I like, know, looking at his face. I'm like, dude, this is creepy, Ellie. Like, you're cling much. Like, well, she's also just staring um, right into his face for so long. The <laughs> thing, <laughs> the thing that made her. I mean, whatever. Obviously, she has some issues because her parents died young. But the thing that made her like fall for Matthew McConaughey's character was something her dad said because he quotes the same thing that her dad said and at that moment she's like oh I gotta bang this dude because he <laughs> said what my dad said and so I was like okay that's a little... no, I didn't really put that thing on there but yeah, that's a little, little kind of creepy but whatever oh. she obviously has some shit she was trying to figure out at that point during the movie but you know it was just something that I noticed Always, yeah. whenever, whenever there's a man and a woman together in a movie, they have to end up kissing or popping into bed together. Hey. But yeah, okay, whatever. Uh, Overall, right. I got I liked it. one last thing. Yeah, please. Go for it. I'm raising my hand, and this is not even movie related. 
Carl Sagan's Cosmos, A Personal Voyage, is streaming for free on Apple TV. So Sweet. Oh, really? Is that so a well, series? A movie? It's a series from 1980. That's like yeah, okay. It's Cosmos really good. Series. It's so charming. But I thought I'd throw that out there if anyone here is listening or if you guys even want to go. I'm probably going to watch it and fall asleep to his sweet, sweet, smooth, talking 70s voice tonight. So yeah. you think we Can't should... Wait. Uh, now that I'm, uh, I'm kind of pumped to see that. I think we should send this podcast out into space just to see if any uh intelligent life out there listens to it hey they get the they get the internet they can go to nomads <laughs> they get the internet yeah they can go they can go play what hey, game.com they know any what's aliens out there go to nomadsoffantasy.com get at us <laughs> who are these nomads <laughs> well right, that's, that's all i got, got though yep, yep, that's that's I'm, I'm good i'm good wrap okay. us up all right uh yeah, that was a good conversation. Let's take a break, and when we come back, we'll have a little trivia about space and aliens. Yes! Oh, boy, that'll be fun. I'm in. All right. Nanu, nanu. are back to play a game I call <laughs> a game Space Camp yeah. Orientation oh, finally we get yes. to go well we're going to see if you are ready to be qualified for space, camp? space yeah, or okay. you might be stuck on the ground depending on how you guys uh, answer so you guys are on the same team Woo. Oh, okay. like you would be on a mission to nice. outer space it's right? like double there right. if we win we get to go to actual I have space camp. one two three four we get five, to go through a wormhole six seven eight meet some aliens. I, have, <laughs> I have eight questions all you gotta do to make it to outer space um, is to get more right than you get wrong okay okay alright let's do it we're gonna go five and three so we can get three wrong hmm. yeah what happens if we uh, so we lose if we get only four, four half four. right. Okay. Yeah. All right. Ready? All right. I'm ready. All right. First question for Space Camp <laughs> is how many moons are are in our solar system? Ooh. Okay. Is it is it 108? Oh, Jesus Christ. Or 181 moons? I didn't know it was that many. Well, <laughs> we know like Jupiter's got a pile of Jupiter's got a lot, but I didn't yeah. think it was that many. I thought that's it was like I, was thinking, I thought it was like, like ten or something. So I think one eighty one is like crazy high. What was the other one? One oh one oh eight something. One oh eight. Because I mean, Neptune's probably got a couple. Saturn and Jupiter. I, got yeah, a bunch. I was thinking like obviously we have one. I was thinking mm-hmm. Jupiter had like ten. Uh, I'm trying to think of the space song that Mars uh, is, Mars has got a handle. I mean, there's my very educated mother just served us nine pizza pies. Is that what you're pizza thinking? Pies. Pizza no, I'm thinking of uh, pizzas, I don't know. Pizza there's, pies. There's some pink fong song that uh, my son used to listen to about the planets, and it told me how many moons Jupiter had. 
But oh, wow. It was a lot of them. I thought so, I'm leaning towards all right, 108. 108. Let's do it. Yeah. I think. Let's go with 108. <laughs> oh, it is 181. 181. So you're going to oh. name them all? Nope. <laughs> all right. So hold bit. on. That's a bit Smarty much. Pants. <clears throat> yeah, this is the, uh, I forget to mention, this is the space category. Aliens is, will be next. Okay, right. Jupiter um, has 90 between Get 80? out of there. Oh, sorry. Oh, get out of there. Okay. Get out of there. Sorry. Get out of there. I didn't what know that you... was related. I didn't know there was another moon question you, happening. You know you're not allowed to look at your phone. I was just curious how many <laughs> what, what moons did, Jupiter what did you just, had. What did you just learn? Disqualified. I learned how the approximate number of moons Jupiter had. Which was? Between 80 and 95. Yes, you're right. Okay, that was. Hold on, that was one of mine. We're down to seven questions. Damn it! I'm sorry. No, hold on. I ruined it. Hold on a second. Hold on a second. Hold on a second. I was just curious. That we're gonna. We're gonna. No, we're gonna do it. Out, we're gonna do it on the fly here. Fuck it. We'll right. do it live. Fuck it. We'll do it live. We're gonna do uh, Saturn. How many? Okay. Because right. there's so many. How many moons does Saturn have? Okay. Or Saturn's got the rings. Like I wouldn't think that it would right. have a lot of moons. Is it ninety-two or one hundred and forty-six? I'm gonna Wait, say, whoa, 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 whoa. based Saturn? on the knowledge that I just learned Saturn? <laughs> about Jupiter, is it ninety-two? I'm gonna say ninety-two. It's gotta be ninety-two because yeah. Based yeah. on what I just learned about Jupiter, means it has to be ninety-two. Saturn has 146 moons in its orbit. That doesn't make any sense. Then how are there only uh, 181 in, I the, don't know. in the solar system? <laughs> this is uh, NASA's uh, website. NASA. That's bull. Read that. I'm calling bullshit. As of June 8th, 2023. Then Okay, so if Saturn has 146 and Jupiter has between yeah. 80 and 95. How, many, how does how does how many 181 moons? add up in our solar <laughs> that, system? That math doesn't sense. check out. Well, now I'm now I got to check that <laughs> stat. <laughs> um recount. Well, now they're okay. Oh my goodness. There might be up to 752 what? Um, moons in our solar system moons so Holy there's 200 shit. 200 and 290 uh are the traditional moons and then small body moons that oh. are like asteroids kuiper belt and so forth in that area they have moons apparently they have 462 added together 752 what all right that's insane. hold on a second though but then i see like something i don't know 181 i see so that number is all over the place all right, so hold on a second. You guys are That's doing all right. So we just we just got washed here. Hold on a second. So I think it's uh, you guys. I think it's one and one. We got one. We lost one. Is that right. are we good with that? I feel like yeah, I was, but fine. I gave you wrong information. Whatever. Should we just scrap those and do uh, now? It's now it's best of six. The best of six. Right, yeah, we're, we're back. We're yeah, best of six. All right. <laughs> <laughs> well, Chautauqua County. Okay. Ooh. All right. <clears throat> How old is the universe? <laughs> oh, universe? What? Okay. What are my options? All right. Your options are 13.8 billion or 18.2 billion years. 
It's a lot. It's a lot of billions. For some, I think thirteen billion sounds right. I feel like I've heard it's, thirteen. It's a before. lot of billions, but that's how long has Earth been around? Earth's been around for a couple bills. Uh, has it been, or was it? Is it? Has it been mill? Uh, bill or mill? I don't know. I don't know the bills. Earth is definitely billions of years old. I don't. But yeah, because it was. I, I mean, don't know. you're you're talking about the time for the planet to cool down, the time for yeah. the, to form its crust and million make dirty hairless apes. Well, like I'm not going to look anything up because now. Yeah. Uh, um, all right. I kind of think it's older. You, you want to lean 18. towards eighteen? All right, let's lean towards eighteen. Sure. 18. It's 13.8. Eric was right. <laughs> I knew it! 13.8 <laughs> sounds good, huh? 13 sounded right for some reason. Not too old, uh-huh. not too young. That's a lot of billions, though. Man, we're not we're not going to space camp at this rate. <laughs> Which Apollo mission was the last where people landed on the moon? Hmm. I will not be giving the answer to this because I can't I mean, just give it. How many Apollos are there? I would just say. So you know what? You know there's a movie. My well, Apollo they, thirteen. They didn't, they didn't land on the moon, so Apollo correct. eleven is my guess. Eleven. Mm-hmm. Like how many that's, times did we? How many times did we land on the moon? A few. Definitely a bunch. I honestly not, don't know how many once. Apollo missions there are. Apollo eleven, I think, is the, the Neil Armstrong one. Um, so All right. that's what I would say. I'm with you. But there. what was the last mission where we sent people to the moon since then? Apollo one? Like, yeah. If, if, if 11 was the first time we did it. Well, I don't know. I don't know what Apollo, 13. how many there are. So There's I don't 12, know. 13, 13, 14. The yeah. But is there though? I don't is there know. An Apollo 36. Like, yeah. I don't, I don't know how many stop? there are. Apollo 15. I don't know. Well, if 13 is the Tom Hanks movie, right? Yeah, 13 is the Tom Hanks one. They, they didn't just, land on the moon. They, they just, just slingshot around, around it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. I'm, I'll help you out. I'll, I'll see how many there were. Uh, it's going to be like 20 something. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven. 10, 11. Oh, man. There's a bunch. Yeah, there's a lot. Fourteen. Fourteen in total from nineteen sixty one to nineteen seventy two. Let's go let's go twelve then. If thirteen we know they didn't, and fourteen they might have on fourteen though. They might have fourteen, yeah. Like there are fourteen missions. Twelve or fourteen, I think. Probably twelve or fourteen. But my thing is like did we land on the moon after Apollo 11? I, I don't know. you're going to say, did we land on the moon at all? I was about to read <laughs> Did we land on you. the Did we actually <laughs> land on the moon at all? <laughs> well, that's a whole other episode, oh, brother. Holy shit. That's, you can wear your tinfoil hat too, Brandon. Um, I honestly, because I honestly. Yes, we went to the fucking now, moon. Kinda, I honestly don't know if, like, have we, as the Apollo missions, the United States landed on the moon more than once. Yeah, they gotta put like yes. sensors, yes. sensors, yes, and other did. shit up there, like sensors and reflectors and. Okay. Well, the so first then. time we went, we weren't going golfing and driving around on rovers. First time we went, took a step, planted a flag, and we got the fuck out of there. 
I say, yeah, I think four. Second teams. time we went, did stuff. Each time I thought they, went, they did they, bring golf clubs the the sec, first time. Not the first. I don't think that was the first one. No, 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 not the first time. They're not that gallivanting around the. What moon. do you mean? Hey, Neil Armstrong was an avid golfer. <laughs> um, I think fourteen's probably right. I don't know because they have. Do you to. think? Do you think after Apollo thirteen? Like one more. Let's give it one more. Try. Right. I don't remember what happened in Apollo 13. Why were they supposed to land on the moon? Yes. It was like a catastrophic failure and they had yeah. to abort the mission and get find some way back to Earth. So they must have gone back again and been like, all right, let's try this shit again. This time we'll, right. bring our, we'll bring our golf clubs. So it looks like not all Apollo missions landed, though. Yeah. Exactly. That's, yeah, that's what I'm what saying. saying. There's, there's six of them that did it, though. There's six of them. What? Doesn't make any sense. If you're telling yeah, me there's four space information is all over the place, but like I'm if reading you're telling this and me it says Apollo 11's the first time they landed on the moon, and you're telling me they landed six times, but there's only 14 missions. That makes no sense. Hey, that's science. <laughs> <laughs> But I am reading the Apollo program, and it says there were 14 missions total during the Apollo program. Maybe they just maybe they six, just landed and dropped off six, the dropped off the cooler or Coors Light. Six out of those out. 14 humans walked on the moon. I say uh, 14's got to be it. Let's get past this question. I, now I'm just I just want to know. <laughs> I want to know the facts. I know we're doing a little intro. Yeah, this is a little education here, right? Um, Oh shit! I don't know. I'm reading. I'm reading about the Apollo mission right now, and it says, "Listen to this. Listen to this, dude. This is interesting shit." Apollo ran from 1961 to 1972 with the first crewed flight in 1968. It encountered a major setback in 1967 when a, in an Apollo One cabin fire killed the entire crew during a pre-launch test. Shit! Shit! Jeez. Space is dangerous. Budget cuts I mean, yeah. forced the cancellation of three of these. Uh, five of the remaining six missions achieved successful landings, but the Apollo 13 landing was prevented by an oxygen tank explosion in the transit to the moon. So 14 um, then. Just go yeah. with 14. All right. Well, the answer was 17. Apollo 17. <laughs> you just said there was 14 missions. <laughs> I don't know what the number, the, the numbers must not go in order. I don't numbers know what to tell you. Like, go in must, order. I don't That's think there's Apollo. Are. I don't think there's an Apollo 8, though, maybe. How are we supposed to know that? I don't know, know, that? <laughs> I don't know any of this. I just thought I would look up these things. That is a win for us. All right. We're I can't. To, with the oh, We're back to best Hold, of four wait. now. Apollo 1, Apollo 4, Apollo 5, 6, 7, 8, That's 9, 10, yeah. 11, 12, 14, 13, 14, no. 15, 16, 17. But they skipped That's one. more they than skipped. 14. Yeah, we got that. We got this one right. So unless it was the successful, there's no three and there's no two and three. I'm are those Wikipedia? Are those the ones guys. that blew up or something? Or ones that was know. delayed were budget cuts or whatever, like you just said, probably. Well, I fuck. don't know. All right, so Apollo is the answer, <laughs> and we got All it right. wrong. Let's cut through the bullshit here. All right, can you name me three moons? In our solar system, can you name that are not Earth's moon? Not moon. the moon. Yeah, not uh, the moon. Do we uh, only have three guesses, or can we just start rambling them off? Just, I just want to see if you can come up with. Three I, names. I only know like one. Titan is one. That's Ooh, one of Jupiter's. Moons. It's a good one. Um, Jupiter's got all the moons that we know. 
Come on. I Two other like ones that are I popular. I know more, yeah. I know more of them, but I can't think of them. Pluto's got a moon. It's Pluto's definitely a planet too. Don't think Pluto um, has two moons. Oh shit! No. Well, it is a planet. Not, we should know this because there's just they a have, smaller. There's, they have to be a so many moons named after Greek shit. mythology. That's what I was gonna say. So like, Isis is probably a moon. I guess I didn't think about this where you could just throw out like Greek yeah. names or something that pick a pick a moon, bro. There's probably a moon called. Titan, Isis, how about Hades? Pro- probably like Pericles or uh, <laughs> Icarus or. <laughs> sure, some of these are right. Yeah, I bet you some of them are. You got your wiki up there? You got your moon? Uh, I, I, we, apparently, there's like 792 <laughs> moons or something like that. I think we got this one too. Hold on. No, I want to hear three. You gave me Titan. Give me two more that you, that I think, you can definitely I think, name. I honestly you know think is right. Hades is one. I think. I'm not 100% sure, but I feel like that's right. But I can't. Also a good game. Hades is a good game. Hades 2 is coming out. Oh my god. I forgot uh, about that. When is that? Is that this year or next year? What? I don't even know. I don't know if they announced the release date, but... Hmm. Pluto has five moons? 33 Immortals is what we got to look for. Oh yeah. To. That'll be fun. Multiplayer Hades. Yeah. Pluto uh, has five moons. That's crazy. Is one of them named Hades? Is Hades a moon no. or not? I don't see. I don't see a moon is called Hades. A uh, moon? Yeah. yeah. I don't <laughs> think so. No. So we're wrong already. But you can guess. The Hades moon is a term used in astrology to describe the placement of a moon in the natural yeah. in the natal chart that is aspected by Pluto. Or I don't have any other guesses. Let's and let's stop dragging this out. How about Isis? Uh, no, yep. I couldn't. That's not a moon. No. Um, oh, she's the only one I, thought, I, I thought I thought you would know uh, Io. Oh yeah, yeah. Io's the one that's got all the uh, active volcanoes and stuff, and then Europa because that's the one where they have uh, all the ice and shit, like the fire and the ice. I mean, now that like, you're saying them, yes, I've heard of them before. And the but Titan with the biggest. Couldn't come up with those off the top of my head. Yeah. Oh, okay. All I'm right. All right. And, all right. Astrology. I'm gonna watch. We're done with space. space camp. Hold on. You can redeem yourselves. You get alien questions. All right. All right. I'm in. All right. Here we go. Let's go. What U.S. president once reported seeing a UFO? Was it John F. Kennedy, Jimmy Carter, or George W. Bush? Oh. Hmm. Um. Bush sounds like he would. I was just going to say the exact same things. <laughs> so it's definitely something that he would What's say. That? Is that an enemy or is that a UFO? Because <laughs> Kennedy, that was pretty I think it would be a bigger... I don't know. I could good. see it happening during Kennedy's time, but I think it would be a bigger thing if he did say that he saw it. Jimmy Carter, mm, I feel... I don't, I don't so. know. I think, Bush I, just... I like Bush. Yeah. Go with Bush. Jimmy Carter. Uh, Jimmy January Carter. January 1969 in the skies near Leary in southwestern Georgia. We are swinging and missing Damn. all these. Yep. In which year was the UFO first 
used. The term? Yeah, I wrote that down. But when did, when, yeah, when did the term UFO first uh, get used? Was it 1943, 1953, 1958? What were, what were the options? 43, 53, 58. When was Roswell? That was 50s, right? Uh, yes, I believe so. 53. I would say it's probably before then, though. Yeah, you think so? Roswell think, might have been late I think 50s. 43, because, I mean, we got... When was World War II start? 42? Yeah. I think I think that, you know, aliens... Aliens, there are a weird anomaly between UFO sightings and military conflicts. Um, it does happen fairly often, so... so what, what was the 41? 43. Brandon? What was the first 43, 43, 53, 58. 43 just seems too early, but maybe. I don't know. I, it's better, oh, better. we've been wrong the entire time. We're definitely yeah. not going to fucking space. All right, so, so don't go with what you think it is. Go with something else. It's not 43. I said 53, as if that was the other option. 53? 53 is correct. Good job, Eric. Yeah. <laughs> All right, because here's the last question. Are you ready? Which year did the Roswell incident happen in New Mexico? Was it 1947, 1957, or 1960? I think it was, I think it was the 50s. I want to say 57. 57 because i figure you know if it's in the news and people are talking about it that's probably what they coined the phrase shortly after i would assume happened in 1947 seriously oh my gosh before it was 50s for sure so what were they describing you know they weren't saying ufo right away they didn't use ufo it wasn't it it wasn't a ufo it was a crashed fo or a, yeah. an unidentified but crash my, object. My note says that the U.S. Air Force is who coined the term UFO in 1953, hmm. six years after. Maybe they UFO, just didn't. Uh, maybe they just didn't have a term for it at that point. You know, right? Hmm. Yeah. So doesn't sound like you guys are going to space camp. No, no. Least you not being shot out of space. That was going brutal. to be missions with aliens. That was like really. That was. Brutal. That was pretty rough. Uh, we never know with these games. Um, <laughs> all right. Well, we can get out of here. Uh, yeah. Send us home, Mary. Let's wrap us up. Uh, if you want to follow us at Nomads of Fantasy, Twitter and Instagram, uh, you can follow us there at Nomads of Fantasy. You can join our Discord, thenomadsoffantasy.com slash Discord, if you want. Yeah, it's casual. Our Discord's super casual. Like, yeah. Yeah, people are in. Hop in there. In now. Chill, pop in. We're talking about gaming. We're talking about movies. We're talking about all kinds of stuff. We got our, you know, what map game, whatmapgame.com. You can post your results in there for your guesses. Um, what else? We're talking about Marvel Snap in there sometimes. <laughs> New uh, Ghostbusters movie. All kinds of stuff. Yeah, yeah it's, it's fun. One time in there cool people in there too and memes we like memes so if you find any good ones oh yeah definitely for them. um can you know check out our our merch too go to them as a fantasy.com there's a merch link there check that out got mugs t-shirts all the normal stuff um yeah oh and i want to give a shout out to uh 
seismic cinema in our twitch chat um they uh messaged us and said evening lads hope you're doing well just popped in to say you all have haunting joker laughs (laughs) oh boy yeah that was good pretty good that was a fun episode i like that one dave uh has joker laugh perfected over there i'm working on it it was yeah it was good but uh all right yeah it was fun i think i think i covered everything that's all i got so um i don't know you guys have anything else hang loose bros yeah, Dave's going to be out next watch week. So Journey might to the West. Be, that's yep, that's watching, what's up next in the calendar. I'll follow us, watch some Journey to the West. Um, I don't know. That's all I got. Sure. <laughs> I don't know why I'm hanging so long on this. End Just give them the line. Just give them the line. That's what they came for. Yeah, as always, safe travels, nomads. foundation arm does have a mandate to support experimental programs, we must confess that your proposal seems less like science and more like science fiction. Science fiction. Ah, oh, you're right. It's, it's crazy. In fact, it's even worse than that. I'm nuts. Want to hear something really nutty? I heard of a couple guys that want to build something called an airplane. You know, you get people to go in it and they fly around like birds. It's ridiculous, right? Or what about, what about uh, breaking the sound barrier? Or uh, rockets to the moon? Or atomic energy? Or a mission to Mars? Science fiction, right? Look, all I'm asking is, is for you to just have the tiniest bit of vision. You know, to, to step back for one minute and look at the big picture. To take a chance on something that just might end up being the most profoundly impactful moment for humanity, for for the history of history. I'm sorry, I just, I just spent the last 13 months coming into rooms like this and talking to people like you, and uh, the truth is you're my last chance, so I'm sorry I wasted your time. Doctor. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. You have your money.